0: Hello and welcome to Crab Cakes and Football! That's what Maryland does! I'm Travis Ware alongside my brother Eric Ware. The game tonight actually matters! Let's go! We are Marylanders, we like crab cakes, we like football. We have no business talking about football, but we like to do it anyway. Put a microphone in front of us, see what happens. We were back last week, went through our little recap, but we're back to our normal kind of thing this week. Going through each game. The game tonight actually matters for playoff implications. Obviously, every game matters, right? So you know, at least does that's every how. Game uh, well, when it comes to storylines and stuff, we got to talk about. Kind of does, yeah. Kind of does. Right, so, right. but before we get into all that, Eric, how you doing? You getting ready for Christmas?
1: Are you ready, or you still got uh, more stuff to do? Ready is a strong word, but ready-ish. We're getting there. Uh, it's. I don't know what it's been about this year that kind of snuck up. I feel like I think it's because Christmas is on a weekend, so it's kind of like. I also i feel like you lose a weekend with that i don't know it's just weird but i feel like it's just kind of like one day it was december 1st and now it's christmas
0: yeah yeah i definitely agree with you december's got gotten away from me i was i was ready kind of like a month ago
1: yeah but now same. i feel like
0: i'm behind yeah it's weird yeah but anyway let's get into it with the game we watched last thursday together and uh i'm just gonna start this by saying i'm sorry i was wrong mr josh mcdaniels he's you suck okay guy. you're sitting there i'm like oh man maybe he's turn the corner maybe you start making me a believer no okay i take that back you lost to a coach that literally had never coached before and was entering for his first week you lost that game and then you lose to a quarterback that had less than 48 hours to prepare you are not a head coach done end of story
1: uh that's pretty scathing so you know we always like to come up with little things to say about the game i don't know like I know you're you're a Netflix guy. I don't know if you've ever heard of like the baking show that everybody watches, the Great American Baker Baking Show, and the Great. Oh, yeah. So I got the Great American Baker Show. That's all it was Baker Mayfield show, right? Like n- nothing mattered about the game. Two teams don't matter. Like well, and that's the the thing that makes it uh, so ridiculous when you think about Josh McDaniels is like they were playing for their playoff lives in that game. I mean, it was like one chance, but still they're not, they weren't eliminated. I don't even know if they're mathematically eliminated quite yet. Not yet. But like, so that was an important game, and they lost to a team that's not playing for anything. Right. They're playing for literally nothing. And Baker Mayfield is like their at least third quarterback to play this year. Like, start a game this year. Right. Uh, Wolford, him, Sarah. Oh yeah, Jesus Christ. And so like, and that tells you the state of their season, right? And so, it's like, that game, and we watched the whole game together, and it was like, the Raiders were the better team in every way and lost a football game. Yeah. Because exactly. the other way, the one way they weren't better is coaching. Yeah. It's ridiculous. They like, should
0: have, like, run up the score on them, and then how you let them drive 98 yards. Yeah.
1: Baker may feel they're running three pass plays. Yeah. You know why? Because that's all he knows. Yeah. He knows those three plays. I will plays. say,
0: Baker spreading the ball around. Skronik had seven receptions. Well, Atwell had five. But I think that's, that says, says even
1: more. That says either a lot about Baker or just how bad the Raiders' defense is because it's like. Or a little he bit had, of. Both. He, Baker had no running game. Right. Right. And when. Uh, I can't even say his name. Skronik. Skaronik, there you go, and Skaronik is your leading wide receiver. Yeah, like, th- like th- that's not normal. And so I you, don't know. I mean,
0: you literally look at the team side by side. You have Skaronik versus Devontae Adams.
1: <laughs> yeah, Josh Jacobs versus anybody that the Rams has thrown out right. in
0: the last five years. Derek Carr, Baker Mayfield, right. With four, Baker Mayfield, forty eight hours to prepare. Baker right. Mayfield,
1: right. And then yeah, it it's sad. It it, it really is and you know i kind of like for the rams like you know people want to like lose the rest of the games for draft picks right like every you hear fans talk, oh, like, oh yeah. so it's like what was the point of winning that game and it's like man i get it but first of all it made really good television like it was really exciting right. to watch like and we caught we knew like we're like oh my god is this is really gonna happen like he's gonna win this football game yeah and sure enough he did
0: yeah and it- great television yeah, like absolutely great television which thursday night has not been right like let's be real honest, right with what you're saying about like they have no reason to win this game baker had every reason to win. baker this game. had every
1: reason. absolutely right.
0: and it's one of those things where it's kind of validating for him it's like you had the whole thing with the browns and how that went down and then you go to the panthers wow. and panthers are a complete wreck and they literally drop you for sam Darnold, pj walker and then it's you're like this cast off, and then you come in win your first game.
1: Yeah, and there's something to say relief. about that. And I'm gonna save it because it's gonna be when we talked about the Browns, but the Baker Mayfield journey is a very interesting one. Yeah, and I don't think it's over. No, I don't think it's over. Um, speaking of things that are not over, the Lions playoff. Oh, the Lions playoff hopes. Huh? Yeah,
0: playoff hopes are not over. Lions thirty-four, Vikings twenty-three. I got. Kirk Cousins, back to his old ways. So, last week, I talked about Kirk Cousins having bad stats, like worst of his career, but they're winning a bunch of games. This week, great stats, lost the game. Back to his old ways.
1: Dang, that's very interesting. I didn't really come up with anything catchy on this one. I just... The Lions are hot. I mean, like, they're one of the hottest teams in football right now. Yeah, I completely
0: agree. And can I just say this? Is Dan Campbell the best trick play head (laughs) coach ever?
1: Maybe. I mean... You outside had, of Andy Reid I think we have to give that title to Reid. I know you had
0: a 42 yard run on a fake punt and then you had a 9 yard pass to Penae Sewell which Penny yeah, Sewell was I, in motion on know, that play I know
1: <laughs> I love that play So loved here's, it here's the thing about the Lions they've won 5 out of their last 7 do you know what the 2 losses are uh Bills Bills and Dolphins, Dolphins. and they were one possession game yeah so they're not, they didn't get blown up And these are like, those two teams are making the playoffs. Yeah. And the Bills are probably going to be the one scene in the AFC or they're there. Yeah. So it's like, that that's nothing to laugh at at all. But then also, you look at the rest of their schedule. And like, they have the Jets, which are the Jets. I mean, they're a solid team. You have the Panthers, which we'll get to the Panthers later when we get to their game. And then Bears-Packers. So like, the Lions have a pretty good shot. Especially, like, you think about tonight with san francisco seattle loses that game they're essentially out they're not mathematically but that's a pretty bit after losing last week to carolina which already was shocking yeah it's a and you know san francisco's not a pushover and they're playing for it's not like they're going to be sitting people or anything yeah. they just found their quarterback maybe so right. as long as he's healthy and so it's like i like <laughs> detroit's coming like watch out i'm not, i'm not necessarily calling it but it's it's a real possibility they're very
0: close and i definitely think they're coming and not only with seattle kind of falling the new york giants are wavering a little bit too right now they're what three and one in their last four yeah and their
1: schedule isn't getting easier and
0: barkley's not getting healthier no so it's one of those things where you watch this year and the lions could squeak in there and honestly if they do watch out who
1: wants to play them right like yeah their defense but the thing about their defense has gotten better their defense is super young that uh and rookie uh hutchinson He's yeah. like phenomenal, yeah. like
0: absolutely getting phenomenal. better and better every week. They got it, exactly. DJ Chark back, which ended up being huge Dude, for them. Six so receptions, huge. ninety-four yards, and a touchdown in this game. Yeah, now and I like got, that pickup. Right when it now happens, that they so. got him across from St. Brown, and he's healthy, and then you can have Josh Reynolds be that third option, which right. he actually is good in.
1: Yeah, he's good as a third option. Right,
0: good as as a third option. Like their offense was already humming, and now that you got DJ Chark back, man, this could be. They're they are scary if they, they make could, the playoffs. They, they could, could win, make some noise.
1: They could win some playoff games.
0: Oh, yeah. Definitely agree. On to a game that was not nearly as high scoring. <laughs> Raven 16, Steelers 14. You're Steelers. Keep letting so, you down. They do. Get your hopes up, then they let you down.
1: Also, it's over, first of all. But I So my little thing for this was, like, ditch Mitch. And I don't necessarily mean this for the Steelers, which is, like, I think I'm kind of done with, like, the idea of him being a starter quarterback. Yeah. This is a huge game. Like, you're playing the division leaders who don't have their starting quarterback. Like, and I know Mitch isn't going into this game as a starter. And then Pickett they didn't goes even down. have their second straight quarterback. Then, yeah, exactly. Huntley goes down. And they have, their, they have uh, Anthony Brown in there playing quarterback. And it's, like... That, that was your chance. Both as a team and as a quarterback, but that's your chance. And he blew it. And he threw, so, you know, 276 yards, 22 for 30, with a touchdown and three picks. And I know three picks already, of course, sounds bad. But I'm telling you, when it's you, way worse than that number. When you
0: watch the three picks, yeah. that's the trouble of some things. So, I actually jotted down down. Like, so, like, the first one was a terrible read, and they were in Ravens territory. And that's – those are two gigantic issues, but the Ravens territory is what – It's going to reoccur. Right, Right. exactly. (laughs) Second interception into double, almost triple coverage again. A ball he didn't need or have or should have thrown at all. Right, exactly. And then the third interception was like a deep shot. Um, Safety was over the top. Definitely did not have that throw. It wasn't there. The problem was is it was a first and ten. Right. Like, if it's a third down, like, all right, same thing as a punt, whatever. I'm okay with that. But this was a first and ten, again, in Ravens territory. Right. Why are you... Never should have thrown that ball. Agreed. Never. Agreed. The safety was clearly read it perfectly. was way over the top. Yep. Never should have thrown
1: and that And the ball. score was 16-14, right? They were right. never being blown away. So, it's not like you got to make heave passes... You get one of these the three field goals, right. you win exactly. the game. Field goals. You don't even need the touchdown. Right. And so, that's the thing that's so frustrating. It's like, there was no game management. There was just nothing there. And I saw, like, that is not somebody I want. And I guess it's just one game. But... You know, he's play like this isn't the first game he's played, and so I think, like, you just see that, and you're just like, I, I just don't see him as a starter. Playing right a little
0: back. devil's advocate, though, you saw like what he can bring to the table in that game, yeah. I know, like, outside of those three throws, he had a really good game. They had a block field goal, like, they should have won this game, right, even with those three picks, because he played very well right it's not like they have a run game right now no again naji harris falls back to doing absolutely nothing granted it's against ravens i mean they're kind of like
1: their defense has gotten they're stout the once they got Ra- rock smith like, yeah the run defense right
0: exactly is... speaking of running though jk Dobbins is back. back
1: jk Dobbins is back
0: 15 rushes 120 yards one touchdown 8.0 yards per carry yeah He's back. And then with him being back, Gus Edwards can finally do what Gus Edwards does, which is come in relief.
1: And what I was going to say with that is with Dobbins back, talk about having your uh, running back team for the playoffs. Like, right. that's what you want. The issue, though, for the Ravens. OK, so I love the running backs going to playoffs. But do you really love going into the playoffs when you're? top two receivers are demarcus robinson and deshaun jackson because like i have some (laughs) i have some problems with that and you don't know the health of what your quarterback is so it's like that running back room looks amazing for the player like i'm all for it you know run and defense win champion i'm all for it but man you need at least a weapon like something else and i'm not saying that deshaun jackson has nothing in the tank but like he's not scaring me in the playoffs no it's like a one or two nope I got nothing.
0: Right. And you think about who, especially in the AFC, who they're going to be going up with. You're going to be going right. up against Stefan Diggs. You're going to be going up against Tyreek Hill and right. Jalen Waddle. You're going to be going up against Tyler Boyd, Jamar Chase. Like you're People going to be facing players. these receiving cores that are, like, they're going to get some cheapies. Some cheap touchdowns. Right. You aren't. Like, it's going to be, you have to have, like, 15 play, run it down their throat. Well, they're just going to have to
1: run the ball. Like, you said, they're going to have to run the ball 40, 50 times a game. They're going to see you to win playoff games.
0: Really, the best way for them to do it is to run the ball and keep the other, like, which is good. Like, you can do this, but you, you have to have somebody that can break it off over the top or something. Yeah, at some point. At some point, because you're, you're just going to need it at some point in the playoffs. Well,
1: because the thing about running, right, is like, what is running set up? It's set up to play action-bass, but if you don't have anybody there... Who can right, you're them thrown them. to
0: an 87-year-old DeSean Jackson. <laughs> like, what are we doing? 87 in receiver years, obviously. Um, Speaking of somebody that can be thrown over to the top two, though, Bengals, 23, Browns, 10, literally Tyler Boyd out, T. Higgins out, Hayden Hurst out, Jamar Chase, 10 receptions, 119 yards, and a touchdown. I think he's good. Yeah, just he's, he's, a,
1: he's a good guy. So at first, I thought about this game. It's like it's Bengals Browns 23 to 10. At first, I didn't really have much to say about it. However, I thought about it more. I looked at it more. What are the Browns this year? And they're a disaster. And we'll talk about that in a minute. But offensively, what are they known for? Running the ball. Did they do that against the Bengals? Uh, no. We're Absolutely go 14 not.
0: 14 carries, 34 yards, and 2.4 yards per carry for Chubb. Who Chum. like he never does
1: doesn't that. average below five most of the time. So the Bengals defense, people aren't talking about. They're in the top ten in almost every category. Yep. If you look at like pass yards, rushing yards, points yards, nobody talks about them because they don't have like, like a superstar. No, they don't.
0: But they're solid all, all over the that way defense. Around.
1: Yeah, there's not a super weak point. And I like you take what you just said that Jamar Chase can do without anybody helping, right? And, and all those got, people are coming back. We've seen Burrow. and We've seen him in the clutch. Like, we, no questions. And like you said a few weeks ago, the offensive line has gelled and figured it out. The, the Bengals? They're scary. They beat the Chiefs again. They might be the best team in the AFC. I, and like yes. that sounds like a ridiculous statement. To be honest, when I was going through my stuff
0: last week, I almost put them in the Super Bowl again. I literally stuck with the Bills because I was like, "All right, Bills were my choice. Like, let's stick with them. Let's ride it out." But in the back of my mind, I was like, "The Bengals are scary.
1: They're they're scary. really good. and they're
0: they're gelling together at the right time. And
1: I they're believe they're going to get everybody back at the right time." The Bengals and Bills actually play each other second to last week. Yes. So that's going to be an interesting football game for sure. Yeah, exactly. And the Bengals, we don't know. They might even be playing at the division at that point. It just depends what the Ravens are doing, like, in you know, with the health of uh, Jackson. But,
0: oh, yeah. Now, I'm going to bring this up. Did you want to say anything about the Browns and Baker Mayfield? Because I know you brought it up earlier. Uh, I'll
1: save it for the Panthers. All right, you're going to save it for the yeah. Panthers.
0: But uh, Watson got a little bit better this week, still not great. Um, so we'll see what happens with all of that. But speaking of Bengals, Bills, Bills, 20,
1: Jets, 12. Uh, so here's the thing. Mike White, he kind of got School of Rocked. And that's a really, really ridiculous. Do you get the connection? Because, uh, so, okay. So you know the movie School of Rock, right? right. It's Sartu.
0: Jack Black. Okay. Oh, my goodness. Do you know? So Jack uh, Black
1: is a substitute teacher, right? Right. And he's substituting for someone, right? His roommate? Yeah. Do you know the name of the actor who plays that roommate? Oh, God, no. Mike White. Is it really? Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. So, Mike White got school at but Dude, did you... So, like, he got annihilated. He basically died. And, like, came at like, dude, the dude's tough. Like and it was only go, 20 to 12. Like, they 12. really could have won that football A- and game. Here's and the he thing. played well. Dude, I'm really impressed with Mike White.
0: I am, too. And here's the thing. Like, they only lost 20 to 12. And Joe Flacco came in fumbled at midfield, leading to a Bills field goal. Yeah. And then went three and out, which led to Bill's, Bills second field goal. Yep. So, like, they if, pro- if you have Mike White in, you probably score on the drive that Joe Flacco fumbled. Correct. And obviously, don't some give kind them of drive. a crappy, you know, don't yeah. give them. You
1: might not score there, but you sustain right. some sort of drive. Over. Right,
0: exactly. And you don't give them a short field. And same thing with the three and out. Like, I don't think that's happening with Mike White back here. And something that's been bugging me. So, I, you know, I listen to other podcasts and stuff. and. Uh, what some people are talking about it's like you know they look at the record of mike white versus zach wilson i'm like why are we looking at this first of all zach wilson for most of those games had Brees hall who was the clear-cut winner of offensive rookie of the year was agreed and could be argued as like one of the offensive players of the year agreed and in this game Joe Flacco cost him the game, so why are we including this game? Right. Like, uh, it, it's something that bugs me. Everybody's like, oh, you know, like... And it's the same... And the thing that really bothers me is it's the same type of people that are like, oh, wins and losses isn't a quarterback stat. But then you're using it as a quarterback stat. Yep. Even though you're not going to talk about all the injuries only that when it helps ar-
1: Only when it helps the argument.
0: And it's like, come on. Let's let's pump the brakes on that. Zach Wilson had one of the best players in the league Here's on his offense that got You in. and
1: I watch football games we're not looking at stats we're not looking at, like we watch football and when you the eye test tells you that mike white in every single way is a better quarterback than zach Wilson, yes every single way you cannot name a way i i cannot sit here and think of, like every single way mike white's better right Pocket of mm-hmm. presence yes arm strength yes accuracy yes. strength i'm not sure about but accuracy absolutely yes i would say wilson has better mobility yes. better strength but the thing is
0: is I don't care how strong you are, if you have no accuracy. Yeah,
1: Jamarcus Russell is one of the strongest quarterbacks in the whole entire world. Didn't matter. Wasn't Patrick Ramsey one of the strongest quarterbacks (laughs) ever? Absolutely. And
0: everybody was like, oh, his arm strength is insane. Yeah, Yeah. he threw a shit ton of picks. Like, who cares? I don't care what your arm strength is if you can't freaking deliver the ball. Right. Was Drew Brees' arm strength ever that great? No. Absolutely. Peyton Manning? Was Peyton (laughs) Manning known for arm strength? Not really. No. All right, so let's... I don't care what your potential is. Are you consistent? Can you accurately... Deliver the football in stride to your players. And Zach Wilson has never been able to prove
1: that. Never. It. Not even never. In college. Never. But Mike White can and will. So, I the Jets, I mean, they're still in the playoff thick of it. I don't know what's going to happen. It's going to be really interesting to see it. Uh, yeah. And also, CJ Mosley and... had
0: like the biggest bonehead play ever. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I, I forgot about that until I reread that. But yeah, he, because they even have, like, Josh Allen did not have a great game in this. Like, no, Jets' defense
1: is real. The I agree. Jets' defense is pretty good. I put that the Bills' offense was kind of mad against the Jets' defense. Yeah. Jets play Lions, Jaguars, Seahawks, Dolphins. The problem with that is, like, all those teams are playing for something. Yeah. So this will be a very interesting end of the yeah. season.
0: Definitely a rough end of the year. So you know, everybody's playing for something. So
1: not the Texans.
0: Yeah. Teams that are playing, playing for, for number anything. one draft. Pick, yeah, I guess. yeah, exactly.
1: Uh, Cowboys 27, Texans 23. It's a close call. Close call. So, what are your thoughts? Because I I have a concern if I'm a Cowboys fan.
0: Well, I mean, you're paying $45 million for a quarterback who's not worth $45 million. That's my concern if I'm a Cowboys fan. But, um...
1: Oh, you're you're leading to my... That's pretty close to what my concern is. I feel like this was
0: a trap game.
1: It was a trap game. I agree. Definitely a trap game. I like agree.
0: you're facing, you know, you got other things on your mind. You're facing a one ten and one. I know. You think you're gonna coast, and Cowboys have always been kind of streaky. Like they're like, oh, you know, they can turn it on when they can turn it on. But honestly, the biggest concern for me as a Cowboys fan is how the defense did nothing in this game. Like in the sense of Micah Parsons, no sacks. Their whole team, no sacks. Right. Like. You're facing the Texans. Like what do you and then and then another thing that bothers me about this, by the way, is the whole Michael Parsons coming out and like talking crap on Jalen Hurts. It's like, dude, you almost lost to the worst team because you did nothing in this game. How about you shut up and play football? Sorry to be so blunt about it, but like you're really gonna come out and like talk crap on Jalen Hurts who balled out this past weekend, by the way, which we'll get to but you're going to talk crap after you have zero sacks against the texans the texans sit down shut up play football and study your film because clearly you need to
1: anyway moving on what would you have to say about this you really lit up about michael parsons right now so so here's my problem the the running game for Dallas, and i i think it's strong to say they got shut down but they didn't like blow up per normal okay like right so they're averaging about four yards a carry you could say Just maybe they didn't them. maybe you could say they didn't run it enough, but whatever. It wasn't the greatest running game in the world. And I bring it up because that means the game rests on your forty five million dollar quarterback. Yeah. And what does he against the vaunted, amazing, incredible Houston Texas defense, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah. And what does he do? He goes 24-39, two hundred and eighty four yards with one touchdown pass and two interceptions. Travis, this is not going to cut it in the playoffs. If He's a had... team in the playoffs are able to stop that running attack, that is not going to cut it. And I which so, you're
0: facing the best coaches. What are they going to do?
1: Best coaches and best defenses and they're going to take out your best players. Yep. And so my question to you is if that happens, and I don't care who it is, name a team, commanders, Eagles, I don't care. If somebody takes makes sure that they can't run the ball per normal, can Dak Prescott win a playoff game in the NFC with Noah Brown, Michael Gallup, and C. D. Lamb? Uh you forgot one. Dalton Schultz? T. Y. Hilton. No, I did not forget one. I did not forget one.
0: Uh no. Dak Prescott has thrown seven interceptions in five games, and one of those games he didn't throw a single pick. He is not (sighs) That's not good. He is not he's not worth forty five million dollars. I don't care what you say about Dak Prescott, he is not worth the money he's making, and he is not elite at all.
1: He's Uh he's above average, I'll give you that. Like he's fine. Who's better, Dak Prescott or Kirk Cousins? Right now, Kirk right Cousins. Now. I agree.
0: Kirk Cousins, because he agree. had no running game.
1: Like, <laughs> that's true. And he he does have Justin Jefferson, but... Yes,
0: like, he has a legit number one receiver, but he also recognizes it and just throws it up to him. Like, yeah, it's one of those things where there are some guys who don't do that. That's true. You know, um, And he delivers it to where it's not going to get intercepted. Um, yeah, yeah that's important. And plus, that's another thing about Kirk Cousins. Say what you want about Kirk Cousins. He doesn't throw picks fumbles the ball a lot but he doesn't throw picks <laughs> so <laughs> he doesn't throw
1: picks in the last few years he did throw right picks, he but, did right. for a
0: little while but in the last couple of years like right i, I agree i've if you're telling me i'm starting a franchise this year and i have the choice of either dak prescott like i'm doing a fantasy draft whatever if i have not a fantasy football i mean like a, i know what you mean you, yeah
1: actual football team
0: yes and actually everybody's in the pool and the two quarterbacks left that are at the top of the page are dak prescott and Kirk Cousins. I'm 100% taking Kirk Cousins, and it's not even a question.
1: That's that's impressive. I think I agree, but that's really strong. Uh, I, I just – I worry I, – well, I mean, I don't worry because I don't like the Cowboys. But if I'm the Cowboys fan, I, I worry because, I like, I just don't – I don't see it. I don't see them. And here's another thing, and I this is – you know, what's our podcast without a really bold take from me? Oh, geez. And so here it comes. The Cowboys – do you know who they play for the rest of the season?
0: Jaguars. Yeah. Possible loss.
1: Yeah. Who else they play? Uh, Eagles. Yeah. Probably a loss. And I don't know other than that. So after that, so you had, those, you had that in order. I don't know if you did it on purpose. Nah. Or if you knew that.
0: I, I, it was just one of those things where I knew and people had been talking about it. So
1: The next game after that is uh, Titans. And they're going to be playing. I know they're not great, but they're playing for their playoff lives at that point.
0: Right. Definitely.
1: And then the Commanders. Because of the Jaguars. And then the Commanders, who are also going to be playing for, probably, playing for their playoff lives. Right. Travis.
0: And another thing is, is those are top defenses. Like, those right. are defensive teams. teams. And it's one of those things that, you know, everybody wants to talk about the Vikings game. Vikings have the 32nd ranked pass defense in the league. Who cares? Yeah. Like, in exactly. ta- the Colts. Like, name a player other than Shaq Leonard on the Colts defense.
1: Right. So here's the thing, Charles. I actually don't think Cowboys are going to win a game for the rest of the season.
0: That is bold.
1: I, I really don't, and I like, and they'll still probably get in the playoffs. Like there would be a lot of craziness that have to happen for them to be out. So I'm not saying that, but I like I I can tell you this. I will almost guarantee this. They're not going to blow anybody out of the water. No. If they win any of these games, the they're going to be last second wins.
0: The Jaguars game, and depending on how you feel about. Everybody involved, this could also be a bold statement. uh They're going to be outclassed in coaching and head coach. Or in head coach and quarterback, sorry.
1: Yeah, I would have, well, a quarterback, I don't know. Head coach for sure. I think at this point in the season, I think they're outclassed at quarterback. At this point in the season, you're telling me Trevor Lawrence is a better quarterback than Dak Prescott? Right now? In the last month? Yes. And I mean, maybe, because I, I really want to talk about the Jaguars, actually. They're like a team I really got going right now in this, in this uh, show. We can jump so to that can, no, no, I mean, no, no, no. if you really want to. It, no, no, it's we fine. we got order. It's okay. No, no, it's fine, because we'll, we'll keep everybody waiting at the edge of the to 10 people listening to the show. So, you
0: got that. Then you just pissed off Jalen Hurts with the comments that Mike Parsons just had, plus you're facing arguably the, yeah. the coach no of the board year and, a, and an MVP candidate right. the next week. And then who was the one after that? Titans. Titans, which again
1: MVP. That's go, by the, the way. one where I'm
0: like, they could win. <laughs> of course, they could, they could. They could win that game. Yeah, because the Titans are kind of on this weird. Honestly, if Burks is healthy, which is weird to say, <laughs> uh, if Burks and Henry are healthy. Obviously, because Henry's healthy has now, to be. Um, but he has to be. Then, I think.
1: The it's Titans a compa- it's, I, I. think regardless, it's it's close, a close game. Yeah. I don't oh, think Cowboys yeah, yeah. blow
0: them out. I don't feel like times really like played that's, not close games very that's, much. Anyway. That's very
1: true. And I just wonder Definitely again, game. how good? And I don't know the numbers right now, but how good is Zach Prescott in really close games? And so, like, so, He's and not, how good is Mike McCarthy? That's the other right. thing. And another like thing about Dak Prescott management. is,
0: is like when he puts up his big numbers, that everybody's like, "Oh, look at like these are elite numbers." Yeah, okay, he does it. He he stomps teams that are terrible in in defense, and then when he plays an actual winning team with a win with a top five, top ten defense, he falls apart. Yeah. And that's just all there is to it. Well, and that's what they're facing. And a the rest lot of the year. that,
1: exactly. And a lot of that is connected to the running game, right? Because then right. that defense is shutting down the running game. Is all you. And can right. you because do- also
0: there's a stat where it's like if Dak Prescott throws more than 35 times, he has like his winning records like 0.25% or something like Which that. Which is
1: terrible when you're a $45 million quarter
0: Right, right. Exactly. I have no problem with that if I'm paying you like $20 million, somewhere around there. But when you're my number one. And you're 45 taking up all million, that capsule. Yeah, you're taking up all that capsule. So space I can't build
1: my team around you. Because you're, quote unquote, elite, uh, you're not elite. And you're not worth it. Has anybody actually called Dak Prescott elite?
0: Oh, there are people. But that's just because they're Cowboys. Okay. You know, Jerry Jones pays for them. That boys. <laughs> we do, boys. Uh, speaking of the NFC East, though, the Eagles 48, Giants 22. Rough game for the Giants.
1: Yeah. Um. So, I think the Eagles are back in full throttle. Yes. I feel like they lost to the Commanders. That game against the Colts the week after, meh. But, since then, I think I they I feel like those two games
0: were like the eye-openers for them of being like, oh, yeah, we I can agree.
1: lose. Like I agree. And I don't know who on the right side of their mind would pick one Jalen Hurts right now. Because this dude is getting it. He, his work ethic from everybody you hear is like top notch like I just like, well, my thing, like
0: 21 for 31 200, 217 yards 2 touchdowns 7 rushes 77 yards a
1: rushing touchdown no turnovers but I want to stop you right now though and I want you to actually scroll up like I want yeah okay so I need you to just like pretend we haven't talked about this game yet and just think about the Eagles so that's all I want you to think about is Philadelphia Eagles and when I say Philadelphia Eagles what's the first person that comes to your mind? AJ Brown okay who's the second person? Jalen hurts okay i think i might lose here but i'll try it anyway who's the third person fletcher cox okay i I won i love it (laughs) all right we gotta give miles sanders some goddamn love dude this guy is one of the best running backs in the league and nobody knows it nobody is talking about it nobody at all dude like i don't understand it at all like 17 carries for 144 yards 8.3 yards a game, two touchdowns. But, Eric, it's just one game. Okay. Well, let's look. He's fifth in rushing yards in the entire league. Not the NFC, not the NFC East, the entire NFL. And guess what? Out of the top five, he's got, like, 30 less carries than all the guys above him. Like, 30, at least. Some of them, it's even, like, close to 70 or 80 less. So, he's nowhere near the carries, and he's fifth in rushing. He's tied for third with touchdowns with 11. It's Jamal Williams because a hundred and yeah. thousand for Detroit, and then you got one guy with 12, and then you got Sanders and like two other people with 11. So Sanders tied for third and 11. But here's what I think is the one that I'm like, you got we got to give Miles Sanders a love he is tied for second with Saquon, Bar- with Saquon Barkley in plays over 20 yards. So it's not like he's just a hauler. And again, like I said, he's got the least attempts of the guys in top five, right. dude. This guy he's is a phenomenal run-hitter. running back. And nobody talks about it. And as we just proved, you don't even think about anything about the Eagles. No. Because what you said is correct. You were not wrong. And I actually thought you might say Nick Sirianni because I think his name comes well, up before you yeah, get thinking, to Miles Sanders. I was I get players. It. I know. But, like, I feel like people want to say, like, and I, I'm not taking it, like, AJ, getting A.J. Brown from the Titans was obviously an amazing move. Jalen Hurts has been phenomenal. I'm not saying any of those things. Right. But, dude, Mike Miles Sanders... Belongs right in that conversation. Well, Dare I say, fringe MVP conversation. Yeah. But he is a top flight. We have got to write. We have never recognized him as a top five running back, and that's what he is.
0: Yeah. And actually, the funny thing is, I said Fletcher Cox, but let's give Brandon Graham some love. Yeah. Uh, Brandon three, Graham sacks, some three, love. three sacks, three quarterback hits, three tackles for a loss, and a forced fumble in this game. One game. Like, <laughs> One some game. people don't even have that for the year. Right. That's fair. Now, I do want to talk about the Giants here. And their blunders. What was going on in this game? All right, what did you watch? Like, okay, that pass to Devonta Smith. What is Julian Love doing? No. He literally there to make a play no. and just like runs by him and is just like, "See ya, have fun getting a touchdown." No idea what was going on there. You have the the punter, Jamie Gillian. Sorry, uh, dude. Yeah, trying to to bring off you again. up. Uh, sorry to bring this up. This is I looked up your name to talk about the worst play of your entire career. So I do apologize. Um, you know, this is not for the brand for you McAfee fans out there, but you dropped the ball onto the ground and then kicked it. I I have no words for this play. Um, it's just one of those things where like
1: Dude, he was the Giants good. were so... He was into the World Cup. He was just excited about the World <laughs> Cup. Yeah, I
0: guess. I guess. And so it's just one of those things where it was just a weird day. Um, for Giants, the Giants. The, the
1: Giants are kind of falling apart. Let's yeah, they see. are, but,
0: is. man, it was just, it was one of those things where, like, you take away three plays and it's not nearly as bad as it looks, you know, 48 to 22. So they didn't even play terrible. But, again, you know, people want to write off Daniel Jones, but your leading receiver this year, week was Richie James. No,
1: I, I, like, the to me, the Daniel Jones conversation's over, and I don't mean it's over meaning, like, he's definitely elite or anything like that. We need to postpone it until like, he has a team. Exactly. Until like, we has some players that We throw have to table to. that discussion. And hopefully we can approach it next year because they'll have somebody. Hopefully they bring in one. someone. Just someone. But I will say for the Giants, I think this week is their season. If they lose that game oh, yeah. against the Commanders, which I think they should, I don't know if they will I actually don't think they will. I, I, I feel think like whoever should. wins this game makes it and whoever loses doesn't.
0: Like I almost I like would it's... it depends
1: what the Seahawks do tonight and also yeah. depends if the Lions if the Lions can't continue their streak if Seahawks lose tonight, that but might see, not I think be the case. I'm
0: going with the Lions, the Lions are going to continue yeah, their and streak. And I, I do think the Seahawks are going to fall still. But I think the Lions are going to sneak in there, and one of those two teams is going to drop out, um, the Giants or the Commanders. So I think this game is huge this weekend. Um, I,
1: I agree with that for sure.
0: Uh, another huge game from this past week, which... I don't think we actually thought of it as a huge game, but it is now. But it is now, because it's it's got implications for this division. Jaguars 36, Titans
1: 22. You might be right. Jacksonville might end up squeaking in the playoffs there, Eric. Here's the thing, though. Not just squeaking in the playoffs. We're going to win, gonna the, win division. the division. And, I, I, like, it's, I mean, they're two games out. And here's the thing, too. They have Cowboys. And, I, first of all, I'm not sitting here saying Jets. The Jags have an easy schedule because no. they don't. But they do have Cowboys. Then they have the Jets. And the Jets are going to be playing for their lives. You have the Texans, who they might not even care at that point. Because i they're just like, i oh, make Tank sure I have for my first. whoever. Right. And then the Titans. Which that's going to be a heck of a an and that could man. be for the division. That will right be the night. flex to Sunday and night, and that's the thing. It will be probably, and that's the thing, right? Because they already won the first matchup. Yeah. So they win this and they're tied. You know, we don't know what the Titans are going to do, but if they tie their record, then they get the tiebreaker. So right. like, this is this is extremely possible. This isn't some like, and I'm, I don't want to call it right now, but this is this is not just a fringe like they have a chance if a hundred thousand things happen. No, dude, like. They are like, and this is what good coaching does, right? Like you have, like,
0: they started out hot. They struggled a little bit in the middle of the season, but then
1: he righted the ship. Like, and speaking of riding the ship, I do want to talk about something because we, you were hitting on a little bit when we're getting into the Dak Prescott talk, but Trevor Lawrence. So Trevor Lawrence put up some pretty gaudy numbers, but here's yeah. the thing. So, he's 30 for 42 with 368 yards and three touchdowns. And remind me again, what was his running game like in this game? Uh, not good at all. Which is not a typical Jaguars no. game. So, that's the thing. Like, he he was the game. And, dude, I said in the beginning of the year, and I know it hasn't been a great year for him, but I love the Evan Ingram pickup for the Jaguars. See,
0: and I've never liked it, <laughs> but this is the first game I watched where I was like, okay.
1: all right this is the evan ingram that everybody in the world that likes evan ingram is like why can't you do this every day right like there's been health there's been some i don't know if there's like i don't know what it is because some days he just has the drops well and also like like, like, you know
0: again we still don't know we still don't know what daniel jones is right and plus he had nobody outside of him even when he was in new york right
1: he was the primary weapon Right. right Or he was asked to be. And 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 he's not. Because Zay Jones, I would say, is the primary weapon. By the way, having a quietly good season. Yes. And so, like, I had him on my fantasy team for a bit. I think I might still do. But, like... uh, We have Zay Jones. You have Christian Kirk. Like, there are legit, you know, So, Ingram's not the number one. Right. And I think that's really helpful. Yes.
0: So, Evan Ingram, 11 receptions, 162 yards, two touchdowns. Best game as a pro. Uh, It's his first 100-yard game since week 12 of the 2020 season. So... A uh, big game for
1: him. If Hopefully he stays this healthy, him. I think it might. If he stays healthy for the rest of this year in the playoffs, I'm gonna, Here's another. This is another team. Honestly, do you want to play the Jaguars in the postseason? Because I don't know that I do.
0: Probably not. I mean, you have
1: a Super Bowl head coach. Yeah, you have Trevor Lawrence, who's everybody. Like this is like for, what for, say what you will about how he's played in the first two seasons. Right, this is a guy that we had pegged as a generational talent so somewhere there there's that like thing now some players it never gets unlocked man i feel like it might have gotten unlocked we don't know that yet right but like but again with with doug peterson and then the thing about teams like this and the lions though, you got to think about like yes this is exciting yes i actually would love to see them both in the playoffs but as a fan you have to remember if you don't make it it's okay they are both on the up and up especially oh, yeah. and young especially right now with with the Jaguars and Trevor Lawrence, right? Because this is his second year. So, you, still, you, you, know got your, you know, you got your head coach. Right. Like, there's no debate about that. Right. And the thing, and again, back to head coach. And you got your running back, right? Right. And EDN is a stud. I yeah. mean, he's fine. Yeah, exactly. Like, you have great pieces to go forward. Build your Just... defense and
0: your, your style. Yeah, exactly. Um, and another thing about coaching is adapting during the game. And I'm not just talking about halftime adjustments. I'm talking about... Which is kind of
1: annoying, actually. Don't wait till halftime. Right. Don't wait till halftime.
0: And here's a perfect example of that. Derrick Henry, his whole game, he had 17 carries for 121 yards, 7.1 yards for Gary. In the first quarter alone, he had 11 carries for 96 yards, which means the rest of the game, he only had six carries for... uh, Do math in my head. What, 25 yards? Yeah. Yeah. Don't wait till halftime to adjust. And then that's what happens when you have a Super Bowl-winning coach is he knows what it takes to win. Derrick Henry was gashing him, and he's like, nope, we're going to stop Derrick Henry. T- Tannehill's got to beat us in the air, and he didn't. Um, is really just all there is to it because he was – yeah, Tannehill was 25 of 38, 254 yards. That's not bad, two touchdowns. But he did have a pick and a fumble, so that's where it comes into play. So, you know, don't wait till halftime for those adjustments.
1: I, I mean, uh, it seems like – an. E- uh, you know, we always talk about division games are hard, right? Because they know each other yes. well. So it seems real easy to be like, well, out of the Jaguars and Titans, clearly the Jaguars are the better team. Well, not not really, but like it's the Titans better figure it out because, like, and that's the thing when we look at that Cowboys schedule is like, by the time they play the Cowboys, they might really need that game. So the oh, Cowboys yeah. are going to get the best version of the Titans that the Titans can possibly give them at that point. Right, and I would say that their entire all
0: if you give me and obviously take talent away from like the team right. blah 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 but if you're telling me that we're going into a must have a game and I have to choose between Mike Vrabel or Mike McCarthy Gee. I think I know who I'm going with
1: right and same and then you know uh, I think we said didn't we say they play the Jaguars too so same with like Doug Peterson versus right the same thing. Yeah, I'm going to take Doug Peterson right and, it, and honestly that Sunday. was my
0: big thing about like the Cowboys even making it into the playoffs because everybody's like oh they're Super Bowl contender. no they're not and Honestly, Mike McCarthy and Dak Prescott are the reasons why I will not put them in that conversation until one or both are gone. And So you don't think is, the Cowboys
1: have any chance to be in the Super Bowl this year? No,
0: I do not. And the reason is is because wow. the margins get so close, and Dak Prescott, when the margins are close, not good. And same with Mike McCarthy. Like They're going to have another boneheaded play like they did last year in the playoffs. Oh, we got 12 seconds. Let's run the ball. Like... <laughs> you're just going to have a dumb decision. Like you, you just have to accept that as a Dallas fan, it's going to happen. And, or, and, or Dak Prescott's going to throw two, maybe three picks and keep you out of the game. And it's showing in this season. Yes. You crush the Vikings. The Vikings are the most non, like the most false. What are they? 11 and three. Like they're they're the most false gold
1: team team of all time. That's
0: second in freaking record, I can't even think I'm so flustered right now. Like it, it Yes, you crush them. They also have the thirty second ranked pass defense. I don't have them getting anywhere near the Super Bowl. Well, this that's year. right,
1: right. We're not picking the Viking. Like no neither you or I think the Vikings are really even winning. I don't really think games. anybody's even in that. Like nobody's really thinking that anyway outside of us. So Yeah, everybody's like nobody's respecting the Viking. Yeah, until you show us that we need to until you
0: show us that A you can defend the pass and B Kirk Cousins can win a playoff game, like I'm not gonna believe that Kirk Cousins is gonna win a playoff game. Right. Period. But
1: you look at and, and, and this is where you, you do you do throw away the records and you think about who do you trust in the NFC in the playoffs? Cowboys, I don't, Vikings, I don't, Eagles, ish, like even the Eagles, like I love, but how much you actually trust in the playoffs? Well, and another now, I do thing is more is like, than the other two
0: teams, but plus it's hard to get last year's Eagles playoff game out of right. your mind until you see another
1: one. That's true. But then, like, but do you trust the 49ers? Because I sure do. Yeah, do you and trust 49ers, Kyle Shanahan? Like, right, right, and if the 49ers... I'm telling you right now, if the 49ers beat the Cowboys at any point in the playoffs, that game's over. You don't even have to play it. 49ers win. Yeah. And so, like, but then, like, I don't... Like, I might even trust, like, Pete Carroll more than Mike McCarthy in playoffs. I don't know if I trust Geno Smith, but I trust Pete Carroll Pete more. Pete Carroll? Oh, yeah. And then, like, so, I like... And then, I mean, you can't base it off a playoff experience, obviously, but... Do you trust the hot team of the Lions if they sneak in there? And even like, even the
0: Commanders, like, say what you want, and we've had plenty of discussions about coaching, Ron Rivera has been to a Super Bowl. Yes. Now, granted, yes. we agree that that team was talented as all get out. Way more but talented
1: but than the Commanders.
0: Yeah. Uh, right. Way more talented than Commanders are. But, you know... You have the experience factor there of he's been there, done that. Like, he's not going to overlook the fact, oh, we we made the playoffs, we're there. No, he's going to be like, no, we got more stuff to do. That's true. And I just feel like you can't really trade, you know. And honestly, like, it, they make the playoffs. Again, back to the Lions. Dan Campbell will have that team roll. Like, they <laughs> that's will true. be the most hyped team. That's true. Like, whether that's a good thing or a bad thing, right. it could be too hype. Right. But, like, that team will be emotionally nuts in the playoffs which is why they are this honestly scariest team would not be shocked if they're like sniffing the NFC championship if they make the playoffs that's the only that's my biggest question is if they make the playoffs so my
1: thing is I'm with you about the Cowboys I think my concern about saying they have no chance to go to the Super Bowl is the NFC's weak the, uh, yeah, I just like
0: if they were in the AFC, that well, first of all, I don't think they would even be in the no, they wouldn't playoffs, even be in the playoffs. But, but if they were in the AFC, like you're looking at facing Sean McDermott and the Bills, Andy right. Reid and the Chiefs, uh, Mike McDaniel and the Dolphins, which eh, we'll see what they do. with the, the Bengals, but like the yeah, Bengals, the Ravens, yeah. like I
1: wouldn't trust against anybody. Like of those you got teams. Dak Prescott against Joe Burrow,
0: like uh, right. Joe Burrow's going to win that game, and then you got John Harbaugh with the Ravens, like you have yeah. all this
1: experience. But if you, and I don't even really know if they're going to make the playoffs, but, or you have Dak Prescott. Versus the Los Angeles Justin Herberts. I- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, we, we'll get to them. Oh, um, right, we spent way too yes, much time did, on the go. We did, um uh, but
0: we're also Washington fans, so we gotta <laughs> shit on you every now and again. Uh, Chiefs Broncos, Chiefs thirty-four Broncos twenty-eight. The best offensive game for the gonna Broncos. Say, they put up a lot of points. They uh, still lose. Too but. bad they were facing the Chiefs. Uh, is really all there is to it. Uh,
1: Can we just go ahead and give the MVP to Patrick Mahomes at this point? Dude, just
0: on that Chuck pass alone.
1: But he just does these things. You're just like, like, stop making it look like I'm watching Madden. And, like, just play football. He does, like, he has, like, three or four
0: plays from this year where it's like you would see those on an all-time reel. Yeah. And it's three plays by the same player in the same year. Granted, he's had a ton of those types of plays all through his career. But... We're literally watching him just, and it's honestly, it's a detriment to him that he's is so good every year because that's why like nobody he's not, he's gonna not gonna be super hot strong pick. in
1: the MVP. Yeah,
0: it, right. he's not the hot pick for MVP because it's like oh, he's just being Patrick right. Mahomes. It's but if they don't have Patrick Mahomes, they're not. It's like near. it's like LeBron James. Like right. LeBron
1: James should have been a nine-time NBA MVP, but like because it's like oh, well, LeBron's being there's LeBron. no story behind right. It. right. And I get it. I'm not necessarily saying that's even wrong. But when you look at, like, this year, like, Patrick Mahomes, like, I... Like, Hurts story is great. Like, Jim Smith's fallen off a little bit, so I don't think he's there. But, like, I mean, it's got to be Patrick Mahomes at this point. Yeah. I, just the I, things he does, you just don't see anywhere else.
0: Oh, yeah. It, definitely. I mean, Mahomes had, like, three picks in this game, which were kind of... It's so
1: funny that we're talking about how great he is. And yeah. Like it, not really his best game. Really not. But they still score 34 points. Like... And I think that might be the scary... That's the thing, right? Like... You can throw those picks. It's okay. You move on. And I get Denver, although they have a good defense, though. But Denver's not like this playoff team. But, like, you know, you just move on and you win the game and you score 34 points.
0: Right. Now, granted, they had scored, like, 28 before he threw the three picks. Well, so, you know,
1: because it's I'm the not really sure why even throw those picks, but that's a whole right. other thing.
0: Right. That's a whole other conversation. And really, you know, when it comes to the Broncos... Yes, it was our best game, but it was also bolstered by like a sixty yard screen sixty six yard screen pass to Marlon it was, Mack. Like, it was junkyard yeah, offense. Yeah, like it was there junk was a lot time of, offense. Right, exactly. So it's just one of those games where you just watch it and the Broncos were never really in it. Correct. I agree. And um you know, it was just one of those things where honestly the only reason the Broncos ended up scoring twenty eight points was because Mahomes threw those three picks. But Correct. I gotta give Jarek McKinnon some love in this game. Seven receptions, one hundred and twelve yards, two touchdowns. Just falling out Juju Smith Schuster had a good game I mean just spreading the ball around I will say Jerry Judy had a pretty good game eight receptions but again it's like a lot of it was garbage yarded, so it's whatever um on a more playoff invocations Panthers 30 Seahawks
1: 24 is there a real chance do you realize what the Panthers have in front of them right now do you think that we're gonna have a second year where an interim head coach is in the playoffs It could be, and unfortunately I think it might be a second year where that interim doesn't get retained, which would be ridiculous. But here's, do you realize that by some weird, I don't even know how to explain it, the Panthers are actually in control of their own destiny, did you know that?
0: I did not know that.
1: Because their last two games are actually against the Saints and the Buccaneers. They've already beat the Buccaneers, I don't think the Saints are really going to matter, but they have beaten the Saints before in case they do matter. So, they are actually... In, if they win all their games, because, of course, if they win all their games, that means they beat Tampa Bay. Right. They will be in first place, and they right, will because they'll and have, they have the tiebreaker over Atlanta tied. as well. Yeah. So, what? <laughs> the Panthers! And I know, like, you know, if the season ended right now, they wouldn't be in it. But they are in... Like, if they win all the rest of the games, they're in. I did not and know that. That's here's the insane. Thing. The, oh, I had my last notes at a loss. But the Buccaneers next week, I believe, play the Bengals, so they might even get another free game that they could even lose one on. So, like, because I don't see any chance the Buccaneers beat the Bengals. Yeah, Bucks Bengals four twenty five game. Yeah, so if the Bengals win that game, that gives them even another like little like it gives them some breathing room. So I can't believe we're saying this, but now we can get to the Baker. Thing. Okay. Because here's here's the thing about Baker Mayfield. We can give the Panthers. And I don't mean the organization. I really mean just Steve Wilkes. A pass on Baker Mayfield because Matt Rule sucks, right? right? And he kind of like just we'll say he just kind of ruined Baker Mayfield and Sam
0: Darnold and
1: right. Everybody. Who's Sam Darnold? By the way, is two and zero right this year with Steve Wilkes? Yeah, something to think about. And I get like their running games. I, oh I yeah, understand. it's not like he's. Leading them no, to victories. He's these. It's, it's a running game. It's, it's basically like running what's happening. Defense. It's what's happening with Taylor Honeke, right? Like, you put them in there, and suddenly defense is playing better, and running running getting better. So I get it. And you but, make
0: a play here and there when right. it's needed, but your your stat line isn't insane.
1: Go ahead. What I think is really important, and now that I think about what I'm going to say, maybe we should talk talked about when we're talking about Browns, but... I think the Browns are on the verge, and sorry, Browns fans, because you've dealt with this your whole entire life, on a disaster here. I'm not sorry. I think they have completely destroyed because they hadn't won in a while. Baker Mayfield finally gives them some wins. They bring Stefanski in, and then all of a sudden, it's Baker Mayfield's not good enough for Kevin What? How's he not good enough for your franchise when you haven't been winning until you drafted him? And now, like, he's not good enough for your franchise. Not only did
0: he win, he got to the playoffs and beat the Steelers in the playoffs. Yeah.
1: And he's not good enough for your franchise. So, okay, fine. And then you make this huge deal for Tashawn Watson. And I don't want to get into the, did he do? I don't want to get into any of that. But, and I get that he's rusty. But although that's the argument, you don't go and trade away your franchise quarterback for somebody who hasn't played football in two years.
0: Not only that, but you gave him a fully guaranteed tra- contract like yep. there's so many things about this deal with the dashamma and again, yep. say what you want about like the out- off- the field stuff he hadn't played in two years yep you give him a full like i I hope not only like just as a football fan that this completely fails because the guaranteed contract like, how it played out, the ridiculous... Like, it'll solidify that this will never happen again. Right. Because it literally could be the dumbest deal ever in the entirety
1: of sports. Oh, that's strong. But I, I, I'll i say so, football. I don't know if I want to say I, entirety of sports. because
0: Not only are you paying him a boatload of money, your cap is going to be screwed for, like, what, five, I would six years? I you as an
1: Orioles fan of Chris Davis. but
0: Yeah, but like, the thing is, is, like, that's a league where you don't have a cap.
1: Like, okay, right. It, it's one of those things. But where, it did hammer. You, like, they couldn't rebuild for about yeah, four no, seasons I, because of
0: the a, yes, that was bad. But not only... Because the thing about Davis We do is know like, other least, sports
1: and football, level. <laughs> right.
0: We do. The thing Wall, about... Well, it's
1: called baseball. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. The thing about Davis, though, is he was already on the team. You gave up all these draft picks to go trade for this guy, pay him a exorbitant amount of money to be a huge percentage of your cap space fully guaranteed you have no out in this contract no out. that's right it is i'm sorry i'm gonna say it it is the dumbest <laughs> deal in the entirety of sports Yikes. period yikes now if he ends up playing balling out because obviously he's rusty he's gonna like he's incrementally getting better every week that's going to happen you weren't you weren't what his salary cap for this year is 1 million right you guys knew this year was not the year that you're paying him for of course like, get them back on track, you know, from a football standpoint, again, whatever about the outside. But from a football standpoint, you want to put them in. You want to get them back on track. Get it, Shake the dust off. Shake the rust off. Remember what it's like to, like, hey, there is a football shape there, buddy. Yeah. Um, so, you know, get them back to playing shape by the end of the year. And then next year is the year where you really go for it. But I, I still. Here's if, the thing. though. Still. You say
1: that about next year. To me, that puts a lot of pressure on the next year, though, because yeah. I'm going to tell you right now. If you don't have a winning record, you've got to fire your coach. Like, and I don't even know if he's the problem. He's but not like you, you, like, and your GM's the problem is well, really what it is. And, and we don't know. Like maybe the coach was like, Hey, I really want Deshaun Watson. Maybe he didn't want it. I have no maybe, idea. Yeah. We don't know anything. maybe he's like, dude, I can't stand Baker Mayfield. Maybe he really liked, it. I have no clue. We don't know. Now any from what I've
0: heard, the can't stand Baker Mayfield part. I think that is true as far as Kevin Stefanski. Now, as far as like his involvement and how aggressively they went after Deshaun Watson, have no idea
1: right but then what does that say about some fantasy they didn't like baker mayfield a guy who learns a playbook in 30 hours and leads a team to victory
0: yeah
1: like i and, and i like and so i bring this all up because i don't want to count really anything that happened in carolina because matt rule is an adam gay size disaster he's an urban Meyer size disaster yeah. like it so i don't care about anything that happens. Longer. Yeah, exactly, which makes him more of a disaster. So I don't care about anything that he did in Carolina. But if we're just comparing the one game. I get it. It's one game. The one game with the Rams. Like, I mean, first of all, I don't think anybody's going to be shocked by, like, Sean McVay is a better head coach than Kevin Savansky. But, like, Sean McVay is a better head coach than a lot of people. Yeah. But, like, I just, I, I just, I think the Browns really messed up here. And I don't know if it's. Even the Watson deal itself that, that they messed up on, which maybe we'll see what next year brings. But I just sh never even let go of Baker Mayfield to right. begin with. Work now, with him. Like
0: Agreed. But there is something to say about like all the toxicity that Baker can bring and all the unwanted attention because of his like responses, much... blah blah blah. And then like okay, well, the responses, the... is yes. The whole, like, OBJ calling him out and nobody coming to bat for right. Baker, right. like, that says a lot about what the rest of the team says. Yeah. If who's nobody's... OBJ
1: playing with this year, though? Right. Who's, yeah, who's to sign right. him? And I'm not, if yeah. He says he's the greatest teammate ever? Right. Like, I don't know I about agree that.
0: with that. But the, and I'm not saying, like, oh, because OBJ came out and did this, like, that means you're a bad quarterback, you're a right. bad teammate. Right, you mean because nobody came Nobody up to the... came to his defense. Right. Well, maybe... That's the part that's a little, like, worrisome right. to me.
1: But are the Browns winning? Like, maybe their locker room just sucks. Like, it's not like they have a winning locker room. Right. Like, name name a character guy, right? Joe Thomas is in the booth somewhere. Yeah. Like, name a character guy. I can't do it. Right. Like,
0: You're definitely right about that.
1: So, I don't I don't know. Like, I, I just... And I, I think that... I've, first of all, that's the point. We actually don't know any of this. Like, Deshaun Watson could win 12 games next year. Right. Baker Mayfield could be a third stringer somewhere. I have no idea. I can tell you right this second, it doesn't look good.
0: No. No, but, it doesn't. Completely agree with that.
1: But let's fast forward rewind on whatever to the actual Panthers and what we have now they're in control of their destiny I what, so if they win the division and I get they're going to win the division probably with a losing record right so if they win out no they won't if they win out they'll be 9 and 8 yeah because right, they have 5 wins so they actually won't half the Gabriel head coach although I would have said that about the Raiders yeah and, I would have like, said that about and by position. the way they would have been better off which I think is the answer right Like, if you're the Panthers, let's just say this. If you're the Panthers, you have to look at what happened with the Raiders, right? Yes,
0: you do. I think it's one of those things where... And it's so tough. It's it's really the toughest thing because do you take the... Because you're going to have to take a risk if you wanted to go for this. So it really just depends on what David Tepper wants to do, the owner of the Panthers. Do you want to take a risk and go after, like, you know... You prove that you have a winning team. They, your roster is pretty good. At the end of the year, with Steve Wilkes as your head coach, do you try to go after like a Sean Payton, which would obviously be an upgrade? Like I don't think that would be a question. But in order to do that, you probably have to say goodbye to Steve Wilkes. Like you right. can't keep him around and be like, oh, we're sniffing around this and that. And we might well, keep course. you on as head coach, but we're going to look at other options first. And also, do you want to take a flyer on like a Ben Johnson, the offensive coordinator of the Lions, or a Shane Steichen, the offensive coordinator of the Eagles? Like, because honestly, out of those, out of like the head coaching things, those are probably my top three candidates if right. I were a GM right. um, or an owner. But in order to take a flyer on one of these guys, first of all, you got to figure out if they want to be there. Cause Carolina Panthers have kind of in the last couple years, which honestly without Rivera, they've kind of like their characters kind of gone down and they're kind of becoming a little bit of a toxic franchise where it's like, Oh, we get you out if we don't, you know, Yeah, agree. Uh, <clears throat> don't like you. And, you know, obviously they kept Matt rule for a while, but they were getting rid of OCs. They were getting rid of quarterbacks cycling through what they've had, like four or five different quarterbacks in like two years. So, as a head coach, would you want to go there? I mean, yes, they have a roster. They have defensive pieces a running game, blah, blah, blah. Quarterbacks
1: to question mark. Right, quarterbacks really to question Sam mark. Arnold.
0: You're right. And, you know, Sam Donald again, the oldest 25-year-old <laughs> ever in the league. He's only 25. <laughs> which is nuts. Um... So, it's one of those things where do you think you can write the ship with Sam Darnold? Because he's had games, even at the beginning of last year with Matt Rule, when 3 and 0 had games where it was Agreed. like he was balling out and then he just became out of any prone, quarterback blah, blah,
1: blah. that's played that's been on the roster this year, Sam Darnold is like the best. Right. I know that's not saying a whole, right. whole a lot. Right. It's not saying a whole lot, but, but he's been the best.
0: And really, you come in and if you think you have the rest of the team around him, maybe you sell the farm for. A quarterback or whatever, you know, depending on what you want to do. So it's really going to be a risk by David Tepper because you either try to go from one of these top guys that you think will be better or you keep Steve Wilkes because he just proved that he can take your team from nowhere near the playoffs to winning the division. Here's the thing I think say what you want about the division, but.
1: So if you look at Oakland, the Gruden fire didn't happen because Gruden was a terrible head coach. Right. Right, Green Fire happened because of stuff that he said. That you know, again, we really don't like talk about off the field stuff. So he didn't get fired because of the team was terrible. Now I don't know that the team was ever as good as people wanted the team to be, but that's neither here nor there. It wasn't like the team was a disaster, right? So even though it's frustrating now, because first of all they just picked the wrong guy. Because of all the people that was available last year, I don't know why you picked Josh McGannis. Right. Like, especially when you tell me Doug Peterson was available, when you tell me that Brian Dable was available, or, and you went with this guy. And so, like, I, I think that, that's... Eric B. enemy has always been available. <laughs> right. And so, that's a huge issue. And so, with the Panthers, they fired their head coach because they were terrible, right? Like, they... Like, th- it was a disaster. And you and I both said... And you know how strongly I felt about it, that this should have happened before the season. Like, this they, sh- they should have been one of the teams last year looking for a head coach. Right. Like Matt Rule should have never been the coach this year. So it was a disaster. The whole team was a disaster. There's absolutely no reason why right now we should be talking about them winning the South. And yet all they have to do is win all their games. And I get it's four games. That's yeah. a big All
0: thing. they have to do all is they win do. four games away. Well actually game maybe not.
1: Because the Buccaneers are facing the bucks right. And the Buccaneers We're, by saying that, and the Falcons too. but by saying that, we're assuming that the Buccaneers are going to win all their games, right? Like, we're assuming that the Falcons, with a new quarterback, are going to win all their games. Like, we have no clue. It could be that the Panthers win a game or two, and they're still going to win the South. Right. And I think that's the question, because I think if you don't have a winning record, I think it's easier to step away and say, okay, well, we won because everybody sucked. And like, yes, we have some pieces we like, but we're not totally sold. And I get nine and eight isn't a sterling record, although I think it is after what Compared Matt Rule. Compared to where, where you were at when Matt Rule yeah. was gone. Yeah. And so if you finish nine and eight and you win the division, I just I I think it's I think it would be terrible to, because again you have to look like that was such a huge mistake. And I get that the mistake was picking McDaniel's out of the other guys, because if you would have picked Dable, we wouldn't be calling this a mistake.
0: Right, Raiders would be in the playoff picture. Right, I agree. like and firmly in the. I think playoff they'd be ahead
1: of the Chargers. Yeah, oh, a whole yeah. other coaching issue. Yeah. So I say the Panthers. And again, we spent way too much time, so much time on this because of Baker Mayfield. But the Panthers should move forward with folks next year if they are able to win the division with a winning record. Yeah, and, which but honestly I agree makes sense because with you, like there are some risks you could take with coaches.
0: Yeah, and but honestly, I mean that's definitely a different conversation though because you're asking them to win every game going right, out. I know, which means you would go on a six-game winning streak. How do you get rid of a coach when you have going on, on a six-game winning streak again?
1: You- right. Um, but if they just kind of back in because everybody else is terrible.
0: Right. If they end up in and they're 6-11. and 11, Then like, sure, go right, take a look yeah, at Sean. Go then. do what you want to do. Um, but on the flip side of this game, you have the Seahawks. <sighs> Geno Smith.
1: They needed that game. They, they did. Really did.
0: They did. And I think Geno needed that game. Yes. But is there a problem where if you get pressure around Geno, he gets a little happy feet and gets a little... You get
1: pressure on him. You shut down the running game or you control the running game. I Like, Gino isn't a guy, which, I mean, this is going to be, this is not a shocking sentence. Gino isn't a guy that can carry a team every day. Right. Right? Like, he might have one game where he carries a team, but he's not a guy that you're going to, you don't want to pay Gino Smith $45 million, is what I'm saying. Well, yeah, <laughs> like, no. Which, of course, we know that. Like, they're not going to do that. We're gonna, but the funny, the reason why I bring it up is because, like, what's the difference between Gino Smith and Dak Prescott? Yeah. I don't know that there is one. And you're talking about guys
0: you would pick right now. You know what the difference is? When Dak Prescott came into the league, he came into Ezekiel Elliott yeah. with him. The best offensive line in the entire league, yeah. uh, which was the best for like the first three years of his entire yeah, okay. career, and, and, and a small. pretty good defense, and and, and he had Des Bryant, Amari Cooper. Like, yeah. He had weapons, whereas Geno Smith comes in. For the Jets, for the
1: Jets, the Jets, the Jets, not not this, not year, this but year, but yeah, when he was drafted, definitely Jets. Yeah. Jets,
0: Jets. Jets are the Jets of the Jets of the Jets, and then the Giants with the whole Eli Manning and which all was that, terrible. which was yeah, yeah, I think Ben McAdoo Ben McAdoo, he's terrible, like all these things. So you finally get a team around him, but this is also kind of the conversation, like you said with Dak. So would I pay him Dak money? No. Would I pay him Tannehill money? Like twenty five, probably. Yeah. 25 for like three four years,
1: yeah. Yeah, I mean you know why? Because then you can build your defense right. back up, right? You can build your defense back up. You have the receivers in Seattle, right? Like, that's on issue. I want to say you have the running backs, but can we say healthy? But you have the running backs, but like you have you some build corners, some defense, right? And that's and it's not like yeah, that's the thing. The defense isn't a million miles away. You they get some good pieces, and you're there. A front
0: seven it really means, is what yeah. they need. Um But like but you know, the back like pass rushers, right? Pass rushers. Right, that's why I said front seven, because, you know, you got, granted, health issues have been of his thing, but you have Jamal Adams, you have Tariq Woolen, and Mm -hmm. Kobe Bryant, who have been awesome this year. Um, Especially turning the ball over, so really, you get a pass rush and some guys that can stop the run. Seattle's a dangerous team next year, but we'll see how that goes at the end of the year. But, now, I will say with Geno Smith, the second interception, I don't know if you watched that play, clearly, he thought he had a free play because they were off sides correct so it was just one of those plays where it's like yeah he threw the ball up and I remember, it's yeah you know, I, I
1: didn't like that at all yeah because he it clearly
0: got him on the hard count yep. and it was like oh sweet i got a free play and but, they're in my face because they were off sides throw it up oh intercepted oh but i got a free play oh no i don't but that sucks anyway um so that i mean that definitely didn't help obviously which led to uh let me see uh which led to a field goal for them to go up 20 to 7 um so yeah, I mean, didn't have the greatest game, but when you take away that interception, three touchdowns, one pick, really not a bad game. Just not his best with 21 to 36, 58.3%. That's not what he's been doing this year. No, it's not. It's not. But I think the... Also, doesn't help that he had no running game because Travis Homer was your starting running back. Nine carries, 26 yards. Travis 29. Homer, not a starting running back. No, no, no. I don't even I just- know if he's really a backup at this point.
1: Like... I kind of like him as like a come in here and there but not even like a rotational backup just like a spot like know, five carries a game yeah yeah
0: so on to
1: i was so excited about this last
0: week. I, I, I i knew it. It. i'm smiling because i'm ready I, for you I, to I talk about, about this about game um you know what
1: i have to say about this game 49ers
0: 35 bucks seven go for it
1: and it's an easy one everybody's making the same joke yeah yeah yeah. but boy was this purdy like it was pretty good. It was pretty good. I Travis. I like we are we live in the age of hyperbole and living in the present and all that and everybody throws oh, out like, here we oh, go. This this is this and this and everybody makes these outrageous statements. Can I just want somebody to give me an answer or show me some kind of proof that says that Brock Purdy isn't the best quarterback that Kyle Shanahan has ever had. Oh, ever? Ever. Woo. And I'm counting Matt Ryan into that discussion. I, like, just in terms, like... I, like, and again, step, step away... And I thought that the stats are bad. But step away from the stats. Like, I don't care about stats. I don't care about any... You just watch him play. And it's like Kyle Shanahan's perfect... Like, everything he wants in a quarterback is there. And I... like. And matt ryan's pretty damn close don't get me wrong like it like maybe i'll backtrack and say 49ers the best quarterback I ever played and i get like Trey lance like got one game in unfortunately so we're really just saying jimmy g so that's why i don't like saying that matt ryan's well, got about nick matt mullins Ryan, and some, some oh, other guys okay. <laughs> and bethard, let's throw bethard in there too but like <laughs> i guess i i matt ryan's hard because i'm not gonna say that matt ryan's a bad quarterback but you take out the Kyle Shanahan seasons. Eh, he wasn't ever fantastic. Right. Like, yeah, he put up some good regular. I never understood the Natty Ice nickname, by the way, because yeah, like never. he wasn't a pro, like, it was it's like calling that Kurt was, Cousins like. A,
0: but that was from. I feel like that was like a college nickname that stuck in the NFL. It Listen, maybe I, maybe because I I he came I, in with that nickname. Okay. Just, I remember him coming in and being like, "Why is this guy called Natty Ice?" Like, okay, it. Right. Well, well,
1: hopefully that's it because it certainly we never really saw that and you know I I said this last week and we hadn't even seen a whole game from from Purdy like I've sold on this guy Travis and you know me it I don't usually buy that quickly yeah there you go yep I don't usually buy that quickly on quarterbacks Travis but last week I said it like I really like this guy and I like I'm still there like he didn't do and I get like the bucks. Here's the thing, though. The Bucks. it's not like they have the worst defense in the league. No,
0: they're a top-five
1: defense. Yeah, yeah, like, the Bucks are having issues. Those issues are not on defense. No. At all. And so, like, I, like, I just... I look at him, and, he, and I'm not... I really want my statement to be heard. I'm not saying that he's a perfect se- a specimen of quarterback. No. I'm just saying, for Kyle Shanahan and everything he looks for in a quarterback, and I'm even including Kirk Cousins in this discussion, like, I... like. He's the best guy he's ever had to fit his what he wants.
0: Yeah. And I think the play that sticks out to me is when he rolled out and it guy's right in his face. And he just like, it's not great athleticism, but it's probably the best outside of like RG3 Trey Lance, but then you don't have the consistency, blah, 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 right, or whatever. You know, he just shakes him off, throws a pass. You know, it, it's one of those things where now he can open that part of the playbook. You know, your bootlegs, yep. your this, yep. your that, and that opens other parts of the playbook. So, like the uh, the past Ayuk, two times in that drive they were throwing that little curl yeah. route. Yep. And you know, third time he goes the curl route and then bursts up the f- seam,
1: which is, by the way, super Kyle Shanahan playbook. Right.
0: <laughs> and you know, everybody's the like, "Oh, it was a little underthrown." Yeah. Uh, that play took a little time, and Purdy was getting. Demolished on that play, and that's another thing that I loved about watching him is not afraid to step into a throw with a dude right in his face because he did that literally on the McCaffrey pass and and the IU pass. I think
1: that's where I'm getting at too. Is that moxie? Like that's that thing that Shannon really likes. It like I always think about like, um, and you you can and I know he didn't play for Kyle Shanahan, but just in terms of moxie, you can throw Taylor Heineke in the moxie category. Yeah, but like I I think about that when you know I think about uh, John Madden. Uh, In the All Madden team, right? And like when he's picking the quarterback for All Madden team, he's not picking the best quarterback in the League. Who's that like gritty tough guy? Like who's that guy going to, like not? And I always thought like Taylor Haneke is who's your one Fox of those guy? guys,
0: right? Who's the guy you want leading you in the trenches yeah. of like, let's go get I think dirty, we're let's to go?
1: The point. And, and I I understand how ridiculous this sounds because he's played a game and a half, but Brock Purdy is looking every bit to be that guy. And I do I do want to see what happens when, like, obviously, you get more tape on him. You can scout, blah, blah, right. blah. You get more. But, I mean, everybody has tape on Shanahan's offense. You know what he's going to do. Well, and see, that's the thing.
0: Everybody has tape on Shanahan's offense. When he doesn't have this guy with athleticism, and the thing about him is, not only does he have
1: athleticism, his pocket awareness—that's I, I, the thing. Like, and and even uh, Trent, I think it was Trent Williams, was saying that like, it's like this dude's been playing for fifteen years. He's telling people in the huddle to shut the hell up because they were like, right. interrupting the play or whatever. And he's like, you sh-, like, I need your focus. Like, shut up, and like, not in a mean way, but just like, I need you. Like, and, and it's, just, it's like, time we well, got to we got like, to go who to work. Is this guy, he's right. <laughs> coming in like whipping our butts, like, we, like, and that's the thing, like that in the pocket presence and like and again it goes with that word moxie like i i i love this guy like i i'm like i and i by the way talk about a team you don't want to play in the playoffs no if the playoffs happen right now the commanders would face the 49ers and i don't give commanders a chance in the goddamn oh, universe. no like, quite no quite frankly i don't know if i would if jimmy g was playing but certainly if rock Purdy's is playing absolutely not in a million gazillion years am i gonna go with the commander's a chance in that game the only thing that sucks is debo samuel
0: is out The rest of the year, which does suck. I mean, don't get me wrong; they have Ayuk, they have they have Ayuk,
1: and now they have McCaffrey as a running back. If They wouldn't have traded for McCaffrey. This would be a way bigger yes,
0: but it's still a problem. And also, with the concern of that is with the way Shanahan's teams are, you have like honestly, the thing about the rest of this year stay healthy because McCaffrey has injury is injury prone. That depth, so is is Kittle. They don't have
1: Moestert and Wilson, right? Right, bringing up that depth, yeah,
0: Kittle and. McCaffrey are both known to be injury, injury prone. prone, so like obviously you got to win your division, you got to get good plays in the playoffs, blah blah blah. But uh, protect those guys, yeah, for the playoffs. It's a little more and Trent thing. Williams. Trent Williams has some injury bug issues sometimes
1: too. And here's the thing: after all that, the scariest thing about the Forty Nineers—they're the only team that haven't given up uh, on the season. They have not given up a thousand yards yet. Every other team has in rushing. That's huge. They're also yes. like one or two i think they're one right now in pass yards as well what <laughs> like so you're just not just one side of the ball like so the 49ers defense is legit and i like again who wants to play the 49ers not me i don't at right all. and the, thing the about ca- the- if i'm any team a Cowboys certainly don't want to play them. because you bring up the
0: rushing thing like think about cowboys right eagles commanders right. what do they do well what's they their run. what's their number one focus first right run the ball right so like that's the thing about the 49ers with the way their defense is built they're built to run the table and, like honestly the only team that might give them a problem would be the Lions right that's true if they make it and <laughs> that that'd be a hell of a game I'm I, ready for I, that I, one. yeah <laughs> let's like, do it like right, that might be a game where we have to find out whether Purdy can you know right? go, go <laughs> from pretty good to pretty amazing you know what I'm saying so but it's just one of those things where like you know obviously we'd have to see him in a shootout cuz obviously yeah granted they scored 35 points but psh,
1: they didn't have to keep up with anything. Right, they didn't have to
0: keep up there with anything. There was no pressure. Had yeah. some short fields, you know, course. defense was on the field a lot um, that they were playing. So, a lot of things with that, but it, I'm kind of with you. They're kind of built to
1: face, to beat these teams in the NFC, and I think they're built perfectly for it. Now, I think they'll probably lose against whoever they play in the AOC because they're just built totally different. Right. But, yeah, I don't know. It's tough to pick who beats them in the NFC. I do like the thought of the Lions if they get in there, but like right. outside of that, it's gonna be tough. I'm I, really drinking the Lions' Kool-Aid. And I, ain't I don't, gonna lie. But I don't but think they have to I make mean, it. Minnesota's not beating them,
0: right? Right. That's the thing. Is like I have no like nobody in the NFC is really like. Do, we, do we Cal-
1: Kevin O'Connell is the Jimmy or not Jimmy Jesus? Kevin O'Connell and the Kyle Shanahan coaching tree. I mean, that's technically true ish.
0: Ish. I don't know yeah, if it's
1: I really. Mean... Hard. But I don't. <laughs> I we have to see. I don't know how many times. I, I guess I, did they play? I don't think they played each other this year. But, like, because I bring it up, because, you know, Kyle Shanahan beats the living hell out of him. Oh, yeah, exactly. So, I don't even know that's a discussion at this point.
0: Right. So, and then, uh, so you got, and I'm, like, blanking on, like, the last team. In
1: the playoffs? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Giants? Giants. Commanders? Yeah, no, yeah. Cowboys? Seahawks? 49ers?
0: Yeah, I guess we hit on everybody, but, yeah, I don't, nobody scares me
1: when it comes to, like, Falcons, maybe, yeah. By the way, yeah, like the Eagles,
0: obviously complete, like they have a great defense, they have a good pass game and rush game. So like, that would be a good That's game. A competitive game. That would like be a really good but it's game. Not something
1: where you're just like, no team has like, you can't say either team has no chance in it. Right.
0: And honestly, like other than that, though, I feel like the 49ers are built to crush any of the other teams. And I, like,
1: I don't even think they're going to be games at this. I, point. I agree. So commanders, not a game. Vikings, not a game. Cowboys, not a game. Yeah. Like whoever comes out of the South, not a game.
0: Now, from NFC playoffs to AFC playoffs, Chargers
1: 23, Miami 17. Man, Justin Herbert. I mean, there's no, he, like, ha, like he has no, you know, Justin Herbert is essentially, unfortunately, probably going to go down to be like the Dan Marino of his generation. Right? Just like, in terms of just like throwing entire teams on him, like, and like, I mean, he's got like, and I will say Dan Marino for most of his career did actually have Don Shula. It was a pretty... Right. A good head coach. You can make the argument maybe the game had passed him up, but still, pretty well respected head coach. He does not have a head coach, in my opinion. That defense, everybody's like, oh, it's like a top 10. Okay, cool. It should be like a top two defense. Right, I was going say. Okay. And so, like, you have the whatever situation they have going on with the receivers, because this is the first game in like 16,000 years that both. Keenan Allen and right and, and milk yeah which is great like honestly you get give me that team and that's a team i don't want to play in the playoffs by the way if you have those two guys 100 percent and Justin Herbert, but i just i, I bring it up because like miami and we got to talk about Tua because yep. it's like th- two weeks defenses in a row. are figuring out like if you can play decently tight coverage on the guys he can't make those tight window throws and that's going to be a huge problem because there's a lot of teams Bengals, bills ravens that can play that kind of defense, yeah. And Chiefs are getting there-ish, but the other teams can play that kind of defense in the AFC. So, I like you know me beginning of the year I picked Miami to win the division. Chargers. I'm always worried about injuries and but and again, it's easy to say because they won the game. But the Chargers look like the better team. They did. Something's wrong with Tua. Because it's not even thrown in a tight window sometimes. He's missing these guys. I do wonder about health. I definitely thought about that. Like, is he 100%? I don't know. I, my guess is probably not. Especially, yeah. I mean, you could make out who is 100%? Right, right who is 100% at
0: <laughs> this point in the season? Right. But he's had some rough passes. But I feel like year. there's a couple, I feel like it's one of those things where, like, something is messed up in his throwing motion. Like, something's injured that's important to his throwing motion. Because he's just not, I don't know what it is. I don't know if, like, last week he... Because they weren't even really pressuring him last week. He was just facing a good defense. Like, did watching film put ghosts in his head? Like, I don't, I don't know right. what happened. Because he was missing open receivers last week, missing open receivers this week. Something's clearly up, and I, I'm hoping Mike McDaniel's can right the ship. Because they don't have
1: a lot of time, first right? Because like, like you can le- easily not be in the playoffs, right?
0: Because you know, this is not the time to be falling apart. This is the time to be surgeon. And if you're falling apart. There are teams out there that are going to squeak in,
1: but their running game hasn't been that fantastic. No, and like that's, and that's, a been, a big, that's think, been a like, big that's been a big like criticism part, that's, of him. That's what they're is. building, well, wasn't? I think so. Like that's what I mean. If you think about, it, that's what San Francisco's building built on. Oh, okay, that's what they want to be built on. is what I should say. Like, is it? See, I think they want to be built on like this, you know, on Hill,
0: Waddle, like you have the fastest receiving core in the league, so you want to be built on this screen game, blah, 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 but you can't do that when everybody's playing man-to-man. Now you need your running game to open that up because you have to get to a point where they're like, oh, crap, we can't play, you know, just four rushing the quarterback man-to-man because the running game crushing us but that's not happening Mostert 11 carries 37 yards Jeff Wilson 4 carries 26 yards and you still can't get get your guys open I, in these I get screens. that they
1: have Hill and Waddle and I understand what you're saying but I just think from a, from a core like uh, I can't think of the word but from their like philosophy. philosophy is like I'm just thinking of San Francisco and Philly the horizontal game opening up the vertical right and so like you have like the Eagles do they have a, a top 5 wide receiver absolutely they have A.J. Brown right yeah well, they're, like, we just talked about, like, I actually think the identity of the team is Miles Sanders. And Jalen Hurts runs the ball, too. Right. And so, like, like it's, like, so they have that. 49ers, well, I don't know with Samuel going down, but for most of the season, had that, right? And so they can open up things for the quarterback, regardless of how great their quarterback is and regardless of how great their wide receiver core is. And I get that Miami's is better on both of them. But Miami, without that running game... And everything centered on Tua. It's not like going into the season we thought Tua was an ace quarterback and like should right. have a forty five. So you have to I, like I, quite frankly, I don't care if they wanted to build a running game or not, you have to have it. And if they don't have it, they're not gonna make it in the playoffs. And they're not right. gonna win any playoff games.
0: Right. No, I I agree with that in the sense, but as far as philosophy, like when I think of the Eagles, I think like the, you know, let's just, I don't know. Like first a, of all,
1: first of all, we'll say for the Eagles. The so philosophy is we're going to have the best offensive line and the best defensive well, line. Let's be serious. Yes, <laughs> like,
0: that's the philosophy. That's... But with that, they are built on the horizontal game. Like, they're going to beat you, you know, and they were doing this last year without A.J. Brown. Like, right. we're going to stretch exactly. the field right, right, every right. inch horizontally. You're going to have to defend, you know, the screen to the right while also thinking about the run to the left and this and that, yeah. and blah, blah, blah. Um, whereas A.J. Brown's like the little icing on the cake. Like, right. you know, he's exactly. that extra wrinkle to put them over the top where it's like all right now we can do all this horizontal stuff but then one play we're just going to go vertical and you're not going to see it coming and then we're just going to boom bomb aj brown open all day aj brown gone right. see you later see i feel the opposite about because of the way their team's built for the dolphins like they're built two is really good at the quick pass game like they're building this like you know uh rpo but they, he hardly ever actually lets it run. Like, right. it's one of those things where it's like, all right, I'm going to throw this quick slant to Tiger Kill, Jalen Wild, and they're just going to make a play and run sure. 60 yards after the catch, blah, blah, blah. Or I'm going to throw this little screen, blah, blah, blah. Like, Tua's not bombing these balls, and when he does, he's usually under-throwing. Like, it's <laughs> great play design from... But I think that's their philosophy, like, that they wanted to do, and they were doing it all year. It's just all of a sudden, Tua's completely inaccurate, which is not what he's supposed to be.
1: Right. So, so I well, regardless of whether or not there's a health issue there with Tua, you gotta. I I think in in the AFC they've got to generate some sort of running game, or they're just gonna be they're just not gonna be able to figure it out because teams have obviously. I mean, it could be Tua's injured, but the teams have obviously figured this out. Right,
0: one one of two or both things are happening, right. and, and this is not in the, the NFL, time. Both, it's both. Right, usually the NFL bit. is both. But like, kind of the opposite of like the lions. The lions are surging at the right time. They just need to make it in. Miami's falling at the falling apart at the wrong time, and right. they might drop out. Right. Um, granted, obviously different conferences, but you know,
1: yeah, no, I agree with it's you. It's one, one of those of, things
0: yeah. where they're gonna have to write this shit. They're gonna have to figure out what's going on with, on with Tua, because clearly he's not confident. He's inaccurate. Whatever's happening, you gotta fix it. Um, I guess this had playoff implications. Patriots twenty seven. Cardinals thirteen. It did for the Patriots. Yeah, it did for the Patriots. That's what I mean. Uh, I like. Did, Do you have much to say about this game? No.
1: I like. I watched
0: Zappi's still better than Jones yes. and should be in there. Yes. Because we were talking, we were texting about it all first half. Back Jones was yes. terrible. Yes, Patriots won twenty seven to thirteen, against but that Colt was McCoy. a against Colt McCoy. One of those touchdowns was a defensive touchdown. Yeah. Um, like. Yeah, DeAndre Hopkins fumbled, recovered by Raquan McMillan, taken in for a touchdown to put it up 20-13. I mean, yeah, McCoy on. intercepted, uh, hit as he threw. Marcus Jones intercepted at New England 40-yard line. Um, New England has the best drive of their night and answers with a TD in that one. And that's how they went up, too.
1: But anyway, go ahead. What, Boot what were Baker. What the hell? Right. And I don't mean that play. I mean this whole season. Yeah, what? kind of the whole season. Like he, but and, man, and that... maybe that's a coaching thing. I don't know. But, like, he, is not, I, he was one of my favorite players in the league. And this year, it's just like, is he like non existent? And, and really, that play
0: is like that first big pass play to Hunter Henry. Like, Hunter Henry had a great game, but I think it was more poor defense than great right. game because um, he was wide open on the second play. Um, like, literally nobody within like 10 yards of him. Like, I don't right? care what yeah. zone play you're playing, Something's there's wrong. no reason for that. But this play, Buda Baker's there to make the play. And just, I don't know what he did. Again, it was kind of similar to the play we talked about earlier with the Giants. Like <laughs> he what, went to make a do, play and he did not Like, make it. you went to make a play. Now, in this one, I I think it was one of those things where he played the ball when he should have played Correct. the receiver. Correct. I, I, like, I he, agree. he was He was on time to play the receiver. He was late to play the ball. Correct. Like, you have to be a step early to play on the ball, and he was not there. And he made the wrong choice. So it was just one of those things where he made the wrong choice, and really in that instance, you know, it's like right before half, it leads to a field goal, which put them up thirteen to ten right. before coming back, you know, and then they then they were able to double dip and come out with another
1: Patriots team they could double dip. Yeah, exactly,
0: Shocker. exactly. So I mean, again, the
1: Patriots—they're in the playoff discussion. I don't take them that seriously. I really wish they'd put Zappi in at quarterback. Yes. and I would. I like, okay, let's play it out. Jones they... just
0: looks slow in the pocket. Yeah. Like I don't I don't know how to describe it otherwise than that, but he's just he lumbers around and he, he
1: always seems to make the I, wrong move. I think he's slow in a few different ways too, because he's not going through his progressions. That no, he's not either. right now. And so like I like there's just something like he's just I don't know that he's an NFL caliber guy. Like like okay, NFL. I don't know if he's an NFL star or caliber guy. And so like I Okay, let's say they make the playoffs. Can you see them beating anyone in the AFC playoffs? Because I can't. I mean, unless the Jets get in there too. No, but that's probably going to be one or the other.
0: They're a team I so, don't like, want I... to see in the playoffs because I think they're too boring and they're too outclassed by everybody. Yeah, I agree. I agree with you. And that's all the games. Like I, for some reason, I think this was really quick. But, um, but let's look forward to next week because well, first of all, tonight. Well, yeah, so... tonight or as, as, right we're, now, yeah, as we record. we're, we're recording really a little, little late uh, got an important game going on right now 49ers at Seahawks have no idea what's going on by the way we don't keep up while we're doing this nope. but um, very curious um, so that's awesome honestly they picked crappy games for the Saturday I can't remember if they picked these before the season but
1: no no they didn't they did it uh, the week so not this past week but they did it two weeks ago yeah so no they sure. did a
0: terrible job of picking you have Colts and Vikings like that's not a game agree um ravens browns eh, eh, it's a division game I think, like i okay two it's weeks, interesting yeah
1: i think two weeks ago dolphins bills you probably thought was bigger than it is right this second yeah because isn't Dolphins bills yeah dolphins
0: bills i still think that's a big game um just to see like because dolphins, dolphins have to answer it right out. now like they have to answer right now um ravens Browns. ravens not- browns is interesting just because lamar jackson's out
1: i guess but like from a like You know, yeah, the Ravens, I guess, are kind of fighting for their playoff lives, but like the Browns don't have any lives.
0: Right. Well, I mean, the Ravens are definitely, you know, with the Bengals, the way they're playing, and you know, the wild card situation. Right. Exactly. The wild card situation. They have to keep winning. They can't just
1: like. I mean, that's true.
0: You know, crap away the rest of the season. You got Eagles, Bears, meh. Um, Lions, Jets, though. That's a playoff game. Yeah, that's a fun game to watch. I
1: mean, Lions, Jets, like they're both like they both need this game. And there's a few games. I mean, oh, Jaguar. Yeah. I think Jaguars, Cowboys. Again, I said it. I don't. There's a chance the Cowboys won't win any games for the rest of the season. And there's a chance so the Jaguars make game. it to the playoffs. Right. So, and win the um,
0: Steelers, Panthers. Which
1: Steelers are a really sh- slouch, but the Panthers need that game. Yep, the Panthers absolutely need that game. We of course are excited about Falcons, just because. What well, can Ritter It's game? Ritter
0: time. Let's go. Yeah. Um, definitely, definitely want to watch that game. You got. I mean, if you're into this storyline, you got Josh McDaniels going facing bill belichick we'll see how that goes he'll probably get crushed because bill belichick usually crushes his uh constituents um and then
1: what else we got titans chargers is a big one T- titans chargers is a pretty big game i think that one i mean i, I because of the jaguars they're both fighting for the playoff yeah, like Titan, so they both the need this are, game but yeah. like the titans really need this game the titans kind of have to get back on track and they have to do it now
0: like and then of course Sunday night you got the Giants commanders and like we talked about earlier whoever that's wins that, that game up. is I and, think in and the whoever loses has got an uphill here's battle here's the thing
1: I don't know I feel stronger about whoever loses doesn't make it than whoever wins right right yeah it. no I completely so agree I that. think whoever loses it's over in yeah. my opinion even if the commanders lose I think it's over and so I think like and, and I know it's a possibility that it's not over I get that but I'm just saying I it's just that's a hard hill to climb Especially with those hotlines. Right. <laughs> and so, I, I, I it's, it's a playoff game. I mean, I like, yeah. you've got to win that game if you want to keep this going. Oh, yeah. And I do think, don't get me wrong, I do think that if you win the game, you have a pretty darn good chance to make Oh, yeah. But, uh, like, you, you got You can't lose it. No, so, you definitely can't. Like and, I- again, like I said, the commanders, you played them. You had the bye week. There's no excuse here. You've got to win. Oh, playoff. I completely agree.
0: Commanders need, like... There is no excuse for the Commanders not to win this game. None. Agreed. At all.
1: Agreed. If you lose this game... Honestly, if you lose this game, you don't deserve to be in the playoffs. You know, we talked about the Patriots, right? You don't deserve to be in. Like, and so what, do, what do good coaches do off a of bye
0: week? Win. Especially if you... Which I don't even know the last time this has happened. When you face the team that you're <laughs> facing after the bye week. Right before the That record
1: week. should be pretty high if you're a good team right.
0: coach. <laughs> but I, I don't even know the last time this has happened. But it's happened i remember yeah it but it's, it's just not very it's awful. odd and it it's one of those things where you have three weeks to prepare for one team and you got to face them in one of those weeks yeah so especially
1: an exhibition right like, right it's tied so it didn't even right. matter exactly <laughs> so, like so you just look at it you take everything from it you have all those weeks to look at it you have that bi-week to look at it and now like there's no excuse yeah exactly
0: so hope you all are enjoying the 49er seahawks Enjoy some great games this weekend. Playoffs are coming, and Christmas is coming, too. So uh, Christmas in two weeks. Hope you all are ready. Keep shopping. Keep making cookies and all that stuff. I'm excited for next week. I really am. Like, <laughs> Can't tell at you No, know, not at all. I, I'm like, I got to wrap presents, bake cookies and all that stuff, and then Christmas is here. I'm super excited, but playoff football is coming, too, and I'm super excited for that. So have a great weekend. Thanks for listening. If you like, please like, follow, subscribe, share it with everybody you know. Share it at work. It's a great Christmas present. Share it with whoever you can. If you didn't like it, act like it never happened. Move along. You don't have to listen again and don't talk about it ever again. Thank you.